0: today's federal newscast. A federal union is hoping its lawsuit related to the recent government shutdown could make them a thing of the past. This year's high-risk list from the Government Accountability Office is out. We'll get you some of the highlights. And we hear from the military services on what they plan to do to solve issues with on-base housing. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. Though the shutdown has ended, the National Treasury Employees Union is pressing on with its lawsuit, which says forcing federal employees to work without pay violates the Fair Labor Standards Act. NTEU President Tony Reardon says the end goal is for federal district court to agree that agencies cannot compel employees to work without pay if they don't have the appropriations to pay them. President Trump will send the first part of his 2020 budget request to Congress next week. It will be a high-level breakdown of agency spending. He'll then follow up with a more specific version of the request the following week, which will offer details on an agency-by-agency basis. The president's request is a month late. It's the second time in three budget cycles the White House has missed its deadline on the first Monday in February. The Office of Personnel Management says the position descriptions and hiring guidance for federal accounting, auditing, and budgeting jobs could use an update. It wants feedback from human resources managers on a series of updates to the job classification series. OPM says it's worked with agencies and chief financial officers to inform the updates on accounting and auditing jobs. The work fits in with the president's management agenda and the administration's goals to attract, hire, and retain top talent. GSA opens bidding for a spot on its latest mega-IT services contract. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. The General Services Administration and the Air Force released details on what it will take to win a spot on the $5.5 billion multiple-award IT products contract, known as Second Generation IT. GSA issued the request for quotes under Schedule 70 earlier this week. GSA and the Air Force are looking for vendors to provide products and services across five functional areas, including data center and user and network services. The 2GIT blanket purchase agreement will replace the Air Force's NetSense 2 IT products vehicle. 2GIT bids are due April 18th. I'm Jason Miller. The Government Accountability Office takes the Defense Department's supply chain management and agency's handling of weather satellite data off of its high-risk list. Overall, 24 high-risk areas have either met or partially met all five criteria needed to get removed from the list. Some new ones got added, though, like the Veterans Affairs Department's acquisition management and security clearance processing. The acquisition of weapon systems and contract management continues to plague the Defense Department when it comes to cost and scheduling. GAO's high-risk list says DOD has not done much to improve on those two issues since 2017. Acquisition and contract management make up nearly $2 trillion of taxpayer funds. GAO says DOD needs to follow knowledge-based practices and develop action plans to reduce waste, fraud, and abuse in acquisition and contracting. The Army, Navy, and Air Force say they're establishing a Tenants' Bill of Rights to help military members deal with cases of substandard on-base housing. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. The three services say they'll enforce the changes by renegotiating their leases with private housing providers in the coming months. Among the provisions, the military will appoint housing advocates to help members deal with landlord disputes, and they'll have the right to be moved into new homes if problems aren't fixed within 30 days. The changes also withhold rent payments from landlords while a health or safety issue is under dispute. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Officials from the Environmental Protection Agency and Defense Department were on Capitol Hill yesterday to give an update on efforts to solve water contamination issues on military bases. Chair of the House Oversight and Reform Subcommittee on the Environment, Harley Rauta, said the purpose was to find out why the agencies weren't moving faster on possible solutions. At least 401 active and former military bases are affected. Defense officials say it may cost $2 billion or more for investigation and cleanup efforts the pentagon unveils its first ever shared classified supercomputing capability it will give air force army and navy researchers the ability to respond quickly to complex challenges the environment is hosted at the air force research laboratory in ohio and takes advantage of four supercomputers the national institute of standards and technology's computer security team plans to retire a popular guidance document with a planned update more now from federal news network's tom A new revision is coming to Special Publication 800-53A, which covers how to assess controls for supply chain security, privacy, and security engineering. The revision will push aside version 4 in 2020. NIST fellow Ron Ross says that version is the most downloaded publication ever for the agency. It garnered more than 20 million web visits over the last six years. I'm Tom Temin. And a new national security strategy from the Office of the Director of National Intelligence marks the first time the agency has published the strategy only as an unclassified document. The intelligence community also outlines several priorities it sees as goals for the entire community, not just for one agency to solve. The IC says it's looking for shared solutions to tackle big data, infrastructure, and workforce challenges in the coming years. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal newscast on itunes or podcast one and follow us on twitter our handle is at federal newscast i'm eric white